Um, okay, so we're recording this introduction after the fact, uh, before we recorded before, and honestly, we had, I think, I don't know about YouTube, but I had different expectations going in. Yeah. I had no idea what to expect, <laughs> yeah. so. And, and immediately, my expectations were just broken. Right? Well, almost immediately. Yeah. Your I world was changed. Yeah. Never to be the same again. Yeah, and honestly, for the better. Because uh, we'll just, I mean, I think we'll just say it right now. Because uh, so far, the episode, it looks like it's like two and a half hours or something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do the exciting news that uh, Lella said that Echo Rose is going to be coming back. Yeah. A big fun surprise. Yeah. It's not over. It's not over. Pink, you'll be able to join us on the journey. Yes, I wasn't too late. And that, that means for anybody else who's listening who hasn't checked it out yet, you're not too late either. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. I've already... After we recorded, I already got in contact with people who got packages. Nice. Uh, because we found out in the episode that uh, there's possibly still, we could still figure out things from the packages that we just missed. Yeah, there's a lot of puzzles to be solved. An entire yeah. package to find the person who got it. Possibly, yeah. Hopefully they still have it. Yeah, and also learn, I guess, if they don't find it, it'll be okay. Yeah, I have faith. We'll we'll get through it, but yeah, I would like to see that package. Yeah, no, (laughs) I I desperately need to know everything that's in it right now. Right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then we tried asking, we were going to ask questions more specific questions about Echo Rose. Uh, and now we're, we didn't really because, again, we, I'll be honest, I thought, oh, it's probably not coming back. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I at least want to, like, talk about it. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, well, let's just get all the questions of try to get as many answers as we, as we could. Right. Like, just do a fun recap, get, like information that we missed maybe like an idea of where it was going to go what the story was gonna have as it unfolded but we still get to find out yeah so no spoilies no spoilies spoilies for us the chest remains unopened yeah and honestly i haven't been more glad that it is right (laughs) just delightful that there's still more to come yeah. Well, anyways, so, you know, everyone listening, I hope that you find the episode worthwhile. Uh, I, it goes a lot into building and making characters in a living world, and I think it's really worthwhile giving it a listen to. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. Goodbye. Have fun. Enjoy.
from Redbridge. Crack open a white claw, get your pickles, and get ready for this week's episode. I am Aura, and this is Conversationally Immersive Bridge Talk. Joining me today, as always, is Pink Lemon Lights. Hello. And Argo is not joining us. He has experienced another bridge tear because I guess he just really attracts bridge tears for whatever reason. In his place today, we have Morlark. Hello. Hello. And you're a good friend of ours, and you have made the VBS what it is today. Yeah. Whether people know it or not. Most people probably don't. Probably not. You're part of the deep lore. If they've been around since the beginning, and I mean, like, the very beginning, then they'd know. Yeah, but those, I mean, are, those people yeah. are few and far between. You're, you're a mythical creature. I'm a local yes. kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, I hang out with Bigfoot and Mothman all the time. We're real yeah. homies. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and today, we're going to be talking to Lella creator of the web series Echo Rose. And I don't know about you all, but I'm really excited to pick Layla's brain about the series. Maybe we'll get some answers to questions that have been lingering for years. And hopefully people listening will kind of get some insight as to why I always talk about it the chance I get, because I think it's like, one of the best web series I've seen, and one of the most in-depth. Yeah. I want to know what's in that chest. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we'll find <laughs> out. This is re- being recorded before we actually talk to Layla, so. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Lots of yeah. discoveries I mean, to be had. Yeah. And then Pink, you... So we made you watch the whole thing. Like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And you know me with uh, my limited history with uh, ARG type things, but this uh, this drew me in. It uh, it really has great characterization, and uh, you know how sometimes when you're watching a thing, there's that one bit that like really catches on to you and draws you in. Yeah. This ARG had that for me, so. <laughs> Do you want to mention it or are we gonna add? Oh, the Tumblr, definitely. Ah, yes. Zoe's Tumblr That's drew true. me in, yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll really get some insight on into that. Yeah. That was, what was it, like, when we saw it, it was like two years old? Yeah, it was two years of posts that just, you know, was seemed like your average Tumblr blog. Was surprised it was not. It was not. It just it, it's crazy. It's like just sitting there for like two years, just right? waiting to be found. Yeah. So for people who don't know, Echo Rose is a YouTube series uh, following this empath who just moved into a fictional town called Nettlebrook. Um, she is an empath, 
meaning that she is able to tune into people's emotions. Uh, she's really into astrology, crystals, as a form of like healing therapy tool, uh, uh, crystals as a healing tool, essentially. Uh, and she sees ghosts. And Nettlebrook is, we don't know what state it's in, right? I don't think that's a the Midwest one. is the best we can really? gather because they say oh, oh yeah. um, uh... <laughs> I would not know I am not from the Midwest but I gather Thank that you. is what they say there it's true it's true <laughs> <laughs> um and Nettlebrook is like a I think they all kind of describe it as this weird like small town uh, that's sort of, later you find out it's sort of broken or split between the rich side and the poor side. Uh, and there's a lot of creepy things going on, as does happen with small towns that have festivals in a bog. Mm -hmm. Festivals where all of the like teen girls wear white dresses. It's not a cult. Don't worry. It's about not it. a cult. It's fine. It's normal. It's so normal. Yeah. There's a normal amount of missing people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and so Echo Rose, as well as a few Nettlebrookites, native Nettlebrookians. <laughs> Uh, sort of get together and investigate uh, all the weirdness going on. Because, okay, I know we said that the kidnap, the amount of kidnapping was normal. It's not normal. <laughs> we were lying to you. It's not normal. It's uh, definitely not. <laughs> so, yeah, and they investigate that. There's, like, ghosts. Uh, there's a ton of social media accounts uh, we mentioned, or we'll figure out. There's a huge Tumblr, or a couple Tumblrs, actually. Yeah. Two, whole, two whole big Tumblrs. Yeah, that go back two years, give or take. Um, at least one of them does. Uh, I'd say Instagram accounts, uh, there's the YouTube videos. Just a whole lot to dig into. Um, maybe if people are interested, maybe we'll do like a little breakdown of it. Uh, but we'll see. I got White Claw and Pickles up there. I got White Claw. There's a lot of White Claws drunk, a lot of pickles eaten, dipped into the White Claw. Mm -hmm. The Entity watches. <laughs> <laughs> the Entity watches along a stancy. Warbles just being warble. These oh, are God. names. These are names of things that you will, or names of things and people that you will learn by watching this series. And I highly recommend watching it because us talking about it won't do it justice. No, it's true. It's one um, of those things where, like, it's not required reading, but it's kind of required reading. <laughs> you want, like, the full effect. Probably the way this will go, the first half of the episode will be more generic as far as like questions we'll ask. That should hopefully be interesting to everyone. 
for a series, like a ARG web series type thing. Uh, but the second half, we're just going to be asking a ton of Echo Rose questions. Because there are a lot of mysteries that <laughs> we want answers to. We are sitting on two years of unanswered questions, and I need to know. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we'll figure out if the series continues. If it doesn't, that's absolutely okay, but who knows? We won't know until we ask. Exactly. Uh, Layla, thanks for joining us today. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, can you talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so my name is Lella. I, I'm a web series creator. Um, I wish there was like a, there was a more romantic word for that, but, um, that's what I'll go with for right now. Um, I'm a frog enthusiast. Um, True. I am unemployed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um yeah no i i'm meandering through this very strange world um and an important part of doing that for me is uh making very elaborate involved art <laughs> yeah i think that's great so i would say instead of like web series creator i've been I've been, or I think a few of us have been introduced to this whole world. I'm going to call it immersive storytelling. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, that's what you're doing. You're telling us, you were telling a story that that's, just transcended like different media and everything. That's, everything. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate that title because that I, storytelling is, um, the what probably the most important thing to me in general like in in every aspect of my life it it's uh like the the thing that i'm good at and the thing that i'm always drawn to doing um whether you know whether that's in conversation i like to tell a story but also in creating art it's all about creating a story and creating characters to live in that story so yeah yeah, Absolutely. Okay. This, this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> I can't. Uh, so, so, you know, you've talked about how you've always, I mean, you just said that you've always been like into storytelling. Do you, do you have like a writer background or like some sort of like director or is this kind of, do you have any like training in it or is it just kind of, this was something you wanted to do because you'd seen other people do it? Yeah, so I I have a degree in literature, <laughs> uh, in English literature, but I yeah I've been writing since I was a kid. I I started out just kind of uh, making comics and writing stories that way with illustrations and little blurbs that I would write on like a billion pieces of paper. And I would just basically cover my house with pieces of paper that were my stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like the people would like slip and fall on them. 
but yeah, I, um, I, I'm also, I'm into poetry and stuff and I, and I like, I think the idea of writing a book is really cool, but mm-hmm. I am just so, I'm so enamored with, with the internet and, and that medium using the internet as, as a storytelling tool. Cause I, I mean, it'd be cool to write a book, but it's just, it's not the same. And yeah. yeah so I, I definitely am a multimedia storyteller. Yeah. Uh, did you, so for, I mean, was this, so was Echo Rose, was this sort of the first choice that you had? Did you have like other ideas sort of percolating beforehand? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I did. I was starting a, a different web series. I don't think it actually ever saw the light of day, but I was writing it. And I basically, I like to learn by doing. And so but just by like fumbling around with this idea, I went from that to Nettlebrook. Um, mm-hmm. And I was writing Nettlebrook probably for about a year um, or maybe like 10, nine months before it actually happened. And it went through a lot of different stages of what it was going to be. Uh mm-hmm. I think the the funniest thing is that I kind of threw out um, all of that work as soon as it started. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not all of it, but a lot of it because because of the nature of you know alternate reality games and immersive storytelling. Yeah, things change by the minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite, my favorite thing about this series is that uh, Julia's character, Echo Rose, uh, was supposed to be a minor character. Oh, oh okay. shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, because this was on me, because I had, com- I had totally uh, not, I had underestimated her star power. Uh, because she, I mean, obviously, and this character is just so magnanimous that like, how could you not connect with her? Uh, I, but I originally, it was supposed to be, uh, Zip and Karma who were the sort of the ciphers of Nettlebrook. Oh, okay. They were supposed to be more of the protagonists and, and it actually, I way preferred having Echo Rose be the protagonist. And it was really fun and really cool to to build the story as it went. Like we really, really just rocked with with what people wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean like like I have I have a list of questions. <laughs> Cause I need notes. Cause <laughs> but yeah, I was I think one of the questions they're gonna ask is like how much of the original story was like in place or how much of it was set and how much of it had changed based on how we interacted. Cause yeah, that's 
one of the things was that we could actually talk to you all. Like we could yeah. send messages and everything. Yeah. Oh, and that was so fun. It was so fun being able to connect with, you know, the viewers. I don't know. What would you call yourselves? Uh, uh, sort of like players. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, yeah, there's, like, no good word for it, but yeah, yeah just, like, player um, experiencers. Yeah. <laughs> the little community. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was really, um, powerful being able to, to connect with you and hear what your interpretation of the story was, because, um, it was, it was important to me that the story could be interpreted in different ways because mm. I interpreted it in different ways and hearing the ways other people were interpreting it obviously was really inspiring and opened up completely new avenues into the story. Uh, and I mean, we can, I can get into some detail about that, but I, I might have to have my memory jogged. If yeah. uh, any of you remember anything. <laughs> oh, well, we'll do our best. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what, I, what I'm getting at, or what I'm getting from this, is that all my convoluted theories that I had years ago Please are know. correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Everything is valid. Everything is true. Yes. <laughs> everything is yes. canon. You've yeah, given I've him so much power. Yeah, because for people who don't know, we had, there was we had I had a podcast long before before this where we were just yeah. like, like talking about Nettlebrook and everything, and then as <laughs> a soupy who could who couldn't be here today, uh, <laughs> and I just we just were fighting about a <laughs> stupid theory. Because I'd be like, you see that? You see that pixel right there? That's, you know, stuff like that. Obvi they're obviously <laughs> added creepy sounds. Yeah, it's just creepy sounds. Look, I did <laughs> and you know what? I'm right. It's in my headcanon now. <laughs> <laughs> it is the truth. The truth. I think, um, yeah, what is, what is so special about this sort of storytelling is that each, each, person who's interacting with it does have their own canon and it's up to them whether they want to share that with the rest of the community because I know uh I you know was in spying on the discord and everything mm -hmm. but there were people that I interacted with that I know didn't uh get involved in the community who had like special one-on-one uh -huh. -on -one experiences with characters and that's that is like so cool to me because it's like they get their own private story and they get their own private interaction with this character and it would be nice if they if they could connect with the larger community but uh you know that just doesn't always happen yeah i think we we have a little experience with stuff like that where um individual people have these individual interactions that are just like so special and like one might not be shared with like the greater community 
they're just they're just as important to the individual and it's what makes it the series special yeah yeah absolutely oh excuse me i'm just gonna drink some water uh, no worries <laughs> is it is it rain water <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> Us rewatching the episode where Echo drinks rainwater, and I'm just sitting there like, I really hope that's not actual rainwater. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, so, so were the so did you write the characters? Like, did you have an intended way that they should be, or was that sort of more? left up to the people who are acting the parts there so i started out with archetypes and i i knew starting the series that i wanted um all of my friends in it <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah and Fair. so i i wrote uh you know schemas of these characters like what i wanted them to be like um you know certain there's certain attributes but I definitely left it up to the actor. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of felt like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it sort of felt yeah. like role playing where, you know, they they know what their traits are. And based on those traits, they they role play and they improvise. Uh, there was there were lines. I wrote scripts and stuff, but there was a lot of improvisation for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you? So yeah, did you prefer that? Was that the idea going in that it's like here's just the basis, and then everyone goes buck wild with it? Yeah, I okay. I think um, it's my creative process uh, is really collaborative. I mm-hmm. I kind of go at things in a collectivist uh way i i like to involve a lot of people because i think that uh that opens up more opportunities and more avenues for where you know this helps the story grow and change Mm -hmm. and uh i wanted i wanted input i wanted to know what actors thought would happen in certain situations I wanted to put them in those situations, sort of like a game. Yeah. Um, and so it was like a twofold thing, a, a two layered game where I, you know, was kind of directing the actors, but I was also directing the, you know, the players, the viewers. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it was, that was, uh, I was not prepared (laughs) for that, for that at all, but, uh, it was so fun and it was, uh, really, really important learning experience. Um, yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, like just the collaboration of it all. I wanted everyone involved. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think. This series is a great example of like what you can do when you do that type of collaborative storytelling, because it's 
when you, when you have the people who are the characters, they're able to realize things that you as the writer, director, whatever you want to be, like wouldn't have realized or paid attention to. Mm-hmm. Or might have missed. Yeah. So I, I was, I did write all of the um, social media accounts. I was in charge of all of those. I don't, I don't even know if I should divulge how many there are. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, what, so what uh, was, what was, sorry, what was that experience like? Because that, that's a lot of social media accounts to juggle. I, I really, um, yeah, I built myself a mighty big obstacle course with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, because there was like upwards of 40. Um, yeah, there's some that people haven't even found. Uh, and and some that maybe just aren't, that haven't seen the light of day yet. I, I have to mm-hmm. check on that. But yeah, no, it, it, it was a lot of work, uh, especially because I... Uh, I think the the hard part was figuring out what people knew, what people, how people were interpreting the story, and through which character and through which social media account I wanted to, uh, you know, enact another story beat. Because it would always depend on and where people were at in their interpretation and in their theorizing. Um, and there's definitely story beats that I had not been intending. There were plenty of those uh, that I would inject, but there were a few that I knew from the start that I wanted uh, that I, you know, that I tried to implement through different players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry if this is so vague. I <laughs> No, it's no, this is like this is interesting, I think. Can yeah. you like can you get more into so like how did you keep track of the story beats and everything? Did you just have like a one of those Charlie Day from It's Always Sun, Sunny in Philadelphia yes, like yeah. conspiracy boards? <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. Okay. That's basically what was going on. Um I honestly I have a I am in it. I am eternally grateful for all of you and everyone that was theorizing and organizing the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you, because you put together a wiki and, and everything. And honestly, it was way, way more organized than I was doing. Okay. Um, okay. Oh. And honestly, it did. It helped me. You helped me with my story. So you were absolutely a co-writer. All the all the Nettlebrook historians, you can add yeah. this to your to your resumes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because yeah, and you would pick up on things in the story that I maybe like. You know, like how Julia was supposed to be a minor character. You would pick up on something minor and make it major. And I would go along with it, you know, like, yeah. uh, I, I wanted to keep people on their toes and while also, you know, staying true to the story. Um, 
so yeah, yeah. It was it was very it was a lot of fun uh keeping tabs on, <laughs> on everyone. Our, our madness, yeah. On your madness, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, I mean, yeah, because I've I've gotten a little bit of experience like with the being on the other side not as a player but as a creator. And it's like hearing these like similar stories about like how like keeping notes and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm crazy. I don't keep notes. I just keep it in my head because it's just that's how I do D and D. Me too. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I'm just like I just remember. I don't know. I'm too. I'm too bad at writing notes. If I write I, notes, they're just scribbles. I also. <laughs> I suck at notes too. I. I mostly. I have things just kind of live in my head. Yeah. Same. Yeah. None. Luckily, <laughs> our our dungeon master is nice and remembers some things for us that our characters should know. Because there's been so many times. Because I I play. Lark and I play a game, and we forget so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two years, okay? Yeah, it's true. I I think that's that's fun too, though. That's part of the storytelling process is uh, plot holes. You know, I I think uh, it's it's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> The human inclination to just forget things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, does anyone else want to ask questions? I want to be taking over. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so good at question asking. What? Yeah, you are really good. I, I hope <laughs> that I'm... I hope I'm... I don't know. I, I, uh, I haven't actually spoken about Nettlebrook in this way before, so... Uh, yeah. Sorry like, if I'm awkward. Nah, I mean, I think I'm awkward. Like, <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just as nervous. I, I like, I, I'm pretty sure we're all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're we're all in the, we're all in this together. We'll get through it. But okay. I think it, I think it's I think it's I think it's worthwhile because I I'm hoping that anyone who listens to this sort of. Hopefully we'll get to, like, they'll be able to learn from this and everything. And, like, check yeah. it out and see what could be done. Because I think, like, th these stories are cool. And, like, you could do it with just a few of your friends. Yes, like, absolutely. Because, like, there's a lot of, I mean, we've followed an ARG. And it's, like, really flashy and everything. Because there's, like, ooh, websites and, like. Uh, vans and other like built thing, all this sort of stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool, but it's yeah. like at the same time, I didn't connect with it as much mm -hmm. as I did with no. Brook, so Yeah, because like we got to meet in the desert because of it, but that was more us doing it. I it think we would have we would have met anyway yeah, <laughs> at some <I've>... point, <laughs> but like we met because of Nettlebrook. Like, that is how I met Aura for the first time. Yeah. And you regretted it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Lies and slander. <laughs> <laughs>
No, there was just, there was something about Nettlebrook that, like, I still think about it all the time. And I think about the characters all the time because they all felt so real. And, like, I just wanted to be their friend and hang out with them because they all seemed so cool and interesting. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I can talk about the characters specifically uh kind of the process of creating them because it was such a collaborative process where i you know i started out with the archetype and then i introduced that to the actor who built on that and then through that relationship i kind of built a social media presence and i was i was in charge of that but you know and i would update the actors on what you know they were posting (laughs) (laughs) can you do you think you could do like a just like a a quick rundown of like what it would have been like so like say like uh just like talking of so like yeah i'm sorry (laughs) i'm all over it's okay Uh, i know so like yeah you're talking about archetypes and everything which are like literature tools uh you know all the famous heroes and stuff are based on these archetypal heroes can you like describe mm-hmm. a little bit about what that is for people oh, who sure. don't know yeah so uh for instance you know i guess when i when i say archetypes i i'm more talking about stereotypes because with echo echo rose i started out with the stereotypical, like, crystal-loving, hippie, uh, astrology ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, that's the kind of one-dimension- one-dimensional idea that I had of her. And so, you know, that's what you start out with, with, with the, each character. And so from there, I would it would grow and change. Uh, Like karma was supposed to be just the kind of cipher, the, the person who you see and, and view the world of Nettlebrook through. Mm -hmm. Um, I, this is just like a silly little literature nerd thing, but uh, her name, karma uh, is supposed to sound like camera. Because <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> that's like, that was basically all that I had thought up for her in the beginning. Like, she's just the camera guy, basically. Um, and, but it, through the story, I, I grew her character and I, I discovered, like, oh, actually, it would be interesting if she was this way. And, you know, what her relationship with Echo would be like and what her relationship with the other characters would be like. You just discover as you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think, right, so yeah, just for... So someone was just starting off a web series or Mercer's story let's say you think it'd be good to 
I guess there's no right answer, but the way you did it was just have a simple trait that defines that character, and then after that, just sort of let it grow. Yeah, it's like I wrote. It's exactly like role playing. Yeah. Like uh, you define just, your role, and and then you play. <laughs> yeah. Look, you're speaking my language. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, right, because that's what I was doing, having all these social media accounts, is I was role-playing these different characters, uh, yeah. interacting with, with real-life people uh, as a fictional character was really exciting and uh, strange, mm-hmm. uh, and a very cool storytelling technique. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, so for... I mean, you don't have to get into specifics because, you know, it's important that people's messages are private and and every and everything. Um, how was it interacting with the people who sent messages? Were there like some that stood out? Did were did you have harder times like talking with some people compared to others? That sort of thing. Yeah, I think honestly, people were. Uh, very good at keeping things immersive and, and, you know, not breaking the fourth wall. People always would interact respectfully, which was really surprising to me. Uh, I was expecting a lot more hate and a lot more drivel. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, but no, people were really respectful and, and they uh, approached the story like they were immersed in it too. Um, I I thought it would it was really special when people would message characters directly, you know, asking how they were, and you know they would get to. I would give them this special glimpse into that character's mind and into their mental state, um, which isn't necessarily important to the plot, but it's very important to the character and very, very important to that person's interpretation of the character and the story. So, uh, yeah, I thought all of the people that were sending messages, uh, especially if they were asking questions about the plot or were, you know, I could tell were trying to figure something out, I would definitely try to give them breadcrumbs. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to reward people for really interacting. Uh, so when you were putting all this together, like, um, did, did you have like any like specific outside pieces of media that were really inspirational when you were coming up with this? Like, oh, you know, not really. I think a lot of, uh, you could draw a lot of comparisons and parallels to Twin Peaks. Of course, yeah. (laughs) But, um, fun fact, I haven't actually seen Twin Peaks. Um, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I, I, I have seen uh, David Lynch's other work, though, and I am, like, a okay. big fan of his movies. Uh, but yeah. I haven't seen Twin Peaks. Wow. Uh, 
but I, I, I think this, this weird little world just kind of sprouted in my head. Hmm. Um, you know, I just had this idea of like a swamp town <laughs> and what it would be like for characters that are basically trapped in this swamp town and you know, in this bubble, they don't know anything else. Hmm. Uh, you know, the idea of a small town, uh, that's really fun. And I thought it would be really interesting to put this small town onto the internet and how to do that. How do you translate the, the relationships and the dynamics of this small town into an internet format. How do you tell that story? Uh, I haven't really seen that done, and so I wanted to do that. Nice. Well, you did a, did a really good job. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think the town got big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it, it got a little, uh, a little too big. So... Uh, which is fine because I was, you know, that's, we were playing and, and discovering new things and I was learning as I was going. And, uh, yeah, I, just to get this out of the way, I am planning on continuing the series. I am planning on continuing the series, but it is going to look different and it's going to, you know, things are obviously going to ha have changed. I think uh, basically time ha hasn't really passed in Nettlebrook, you know, mm. but uh, time has passed in the real world. And so that's going to affect <laughs> uh, okay. Nettlebrook. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> after we watch... Uh, I don't know if this will go in the episode. <laughs> After we watched, because uh, they're like, we we knew we were going to talk. We didn't know if you were going to bring it back or not, because there's a lot of moving parts and everything. Yes. We thought, <laughs> we thought it'd be fun if, like, if it wasn't going to, even if it did, I don't know what our plan was, but we wanted <laughs> to do something yeah. where it's like, we start our own side story that like we watched the watched Echo Rose as like characters. And so then we start digging into like what Nettlebrook is. And it would have been oh, sort of like it. a it would have been like a Blair Witch type thing where it just oh, like yummy. you all disappeared uh -huh. <laughs> type of thing. And then we had uh. the we had the cause I think you sent out uh, packages, and I think one of the packages isn't accounted for yeah, on the server. Four <gasps> out of five. No one's ever like I have never seen anything about the fifth package ever. Oh my gosh! And oh so gosh. we were like, we were like, we could do like a Back to the Future type thing, where it's like, you know, three years later, the package just arrived. It got lost in the mail, and it just opens up this like, you know, huge thing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah, we you know, that's, that's so funny. Yeah. So the, the giveaway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 
with that, that's it's it was such a that was such a fun uh thing to do. I've I've never done a giveaway before. And um I I did, you know, I hid clues. We hid clues in those packages. And I need to I need to know who that unaccounted person was because it might make <laughs> sense because there is I mean, you know, you can don't go looking because I'm not sure if it's if it's for sure out there. <laughs> but I uh there there is a whole set of uh characters and and uh social media accounts that people haven't found yet. Mm. Um so <laughs> yeah oh my god Cause, yeah we were we, we were joking around like there's probably like we're because i mean look we <laughs> we thought oh we we found everything obviously we haven't but we're like maybe we're missing something and that's you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah you uh, might the, there might be a missing piece that that yeah. would help you uh find find those things because uh no, that is something that I do, I I know about, and I remember there are, there's, yep, there are things you don't know. I won't tell you anything because yeah. I, you know, oh, I... Man, this is, this is gonna, this is changing the, the whole podcast now. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see, we'll, see. we'll still ask questions. I'm already okay. like, okay, so how late am I? I have work tomorrow, but what if I just stay up all night trying to find <laughs> just... these other kids? <laughs> well, I have another deep dig, and we'll we'll search again. I look, I don't mind staying in Nettlebrook world, Nettlebrook world longer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's happy to have you. Yeah. <laughs> Good, yeah. You now. What was that? Good, because I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of real estate. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think uh, the story, what's so special about immersive storytelling, uh, as you as you called it, is that it shifts and it, and it changes. And it all depends on everybody that's interacting with it. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like that kind of takes the pressure off of me as the creator in air quotes, because mm-hmm. I, yeah, a lot of these ideas are mine and a lot of the, I did a lot of work and stuff, but it's more like I'm constructing a playground. Um mm-hmm. And I'm I'm cons- I'm building this world that I want everyone else to to experience and to discover things in, and to make shit up in. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Um, everyone's welcome in Nettlebrook. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, can you uh, a little bit talk about? Uh, at least Abby's Tumblr, because that's like a really. I I think just that Tumblr, you could just have that Tumblr. I think for the most part, and you have like this whole big story about a person, just a single person. Yeah. What yeah. Was the experience like like creating that and 
adding to it. Yeah. So that Ab- Abby is a special character because she also started out as a stereotype. Um, where I just kind of wanted, I needed a mean girl, you know, I just like the, the yeah. town mean girl, but I, you know, with my, my friend who is the, the actor, like I was talking to her about it and like, she actually grew up in a small town. And, and so like hearing her, you know, her experiences about actually living in a small town and what that's like, I was inspired to actually grow that character and make that character more important. And like, I, I realized d- different aspects of the story that way. Uh, because what's special about storytelling like this is that you get to explore characters in depth. Like yeah. I, I'm fully role-playing as this character when I'm making her Tumblr. And I, you know, I have to decide, like, what has she experienced in her life? Who are her friends? Who hurt her in her life? Uh, what, what, thing, what things does she like? What things doesn't she like? Like, what, were, what are her most important memories? And I, you know, I approached every character that way. And that's the only way you can get an authentic uh you know idea of a character out there is to think about their every aspect <laughs> and you know because a lot of each character has you know much like people in real life ha- have their own traumas and their own anxieties mm-hmm. and it was really it was you know difficult sometimes really difficult and fun but challenging to you know, chip away at uh, discovering these characters uh, through that process. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and I think doing it the way you did, I think, just made it all so much more organic and to feel real. Yeah. I think uh, I will, I'll talk about this one specific uh like interaction story moment that happened that really it struck me because it was uh it was dramatic and involved but it was also uh like completely organic completely just of the moment so there was this at at a I don't remember when this was because I have no uh, concept of time. I actually can't read clocks. Um, uh, I, I was going to say, just time isn't real. This is what we always say. Just time isn't real. It's an illusion. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know when this happened. But at this certain point in the story, Abby was in her house. She was uh, Abby. So for those who aren't unfamiliar with Nettlebrook... Abby is basically the mean girl of the town. Uh, She's the popular girl. She's really pretty, whatever, you know, stereotypical. Um, But, you know, as as people are, she has more layers and uh, she grew up in an abusive household. And uh, her father is the mayor. uh, And 
you know, there's pressure that comes with that. And especially there's pressure when you're the mayor of Nettlebrook and Nettlebrook is like creepy swamp magic town, you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) So Abby is in her house and she's worried about her dad because he is in his room all the time in this basically soundproofed room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I remember uh, people were theorizing about what was going on in there. And I don't think we really have found that out yet. So I won't go, go into that, but yeah. uh, basically Abby's like, bugging her own house she's putting like listening devices in different rooms in her house to spy on her dad and uh she's like freaking out about this and I as the uh you know director of this experience uh I was interacting with people as Abby while she was doing that Mm -hmm. and uh I I don't remember if um, the person I was interacting with was communicating with the rest of the community, but uh, I remember it was really like emotionally charged uh, because Abby was essentially having a panic attack um, about her father and whatever shady business he's up to. Uh, She doesn't know if she's alone in her house or not. Like, there could be an intruder. And I was messaging this uh, player, and they were basically having to calm me down, um, also trying to get information out of Abby. But I also used that as an experience of, like, like an empathy exercise, you know, where, like... I really wanted this player to care about Abby because it her predicament sucks and yeah. like she's one of the most tragic characters like every character is tragic but uh you know she I think a lot of people connected with her a lot more than I expected and so I wanted to take advantage of that in that moment. Did any of that make sense? Uh, no. Yeah. Absolutely did. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Okay. <laughs> yeah, empathy. Yeah, because I. So like, yeah. So like, our our community, like, so I, we have two communities. We had this the Nettlebrook community, and then we made this other community that just spiraled into this thing, uh, that just focuses on like immersive experiences and storytelling, and one of the things we sort of see is that these types of experiences are just really good, like, uh, playgrounds for people to learn and try different things. And so, like, uh, you know, you're talking about, like, empathy training and everything, that sort of thing. I think that's, I, I think that's, like, a really sort of amazing thing to be able to do, because, yes, you're telling the story, but also, like, you're helping people 
deal with these sorts of experiences that they might not necessarily deal with ever, but now they'll have like a better tool set to handle it in the future. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that was, that was really special. Um, and I, I, I wasn't expecting it to be that way going in. Um, I wasn't expecting to live these characters so deeply, but I, I'm really glad that I did because it was, it was like a, an exercise and empathy and in, uh, like, yeah, I, you, you explained it really well. <laughs> <laughs> it took, it took me a bit to get there. So. No, <laughs> no, that was solid. That was super solid. Yeah. Like, I mean, in order to role play these characters, you have to find some kind of common ground with them and empathize with them just to be able to portray them. Yeah. And like, I remember how drastically everyone in the Discord really shifted in viewing Abby when like everything about her home life started to come into light. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, no, this girl has suffered so much at the hands of people who have so much power over her life. Like, yep. why wouldn't she be angry and lashing out all the time? Yeah, exactly. Right, because, and I thought it was really mature the way people were, like, um, approaching her character. Uh, I I wasn't expecting that, and it was really, really powerful to me, because obviously, you, her, like, we can't excuse her actions, because she was, you know, horribly yeah. bullying some, someone. <laughs> but, you know, you do get, you, it's this empathy thing, you get to understand why she is the way she is. Uh, through the story and yeah yeah absolutely her her character changed the most I think uh over the over the course of the of, of the series from what I had originally planned to have her do That's, just just hearing all this it's like again it just it continues to elevate the series in my mind you did such a good job. Oh, oh <laughs> thank just, you. So I'm did all of you. Awe. I'm just in awe. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, I can't imagine having to run that many Tumblrs and like <laughs> Instagrams. Just the sheer number of Instagrams that were so many that like that we found that I had to make a PowerPoint just to keep them straight <laughs> in my head. So like just... yeah, that was an awesome PowerPoint. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Very organized. Well, thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Um I think it I tried to approach the the social media accounts the way real people do where I would, you know, do real life check-ins like I would role play and be like, "What do I think this person would, would be doing right now? Or what do I think they would want to share right now? Just randomly. But then I would intermingle that with important story information and story beats. Um, and so sometimes like that, I think that that was the easiest part. The hard, the hard part was uh, interacting with people one-on-one. And I guess I don't mean that it was difficult. It was just uh, the most energy consuming. 
Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, that's acting. It's, it's, yeah. um, that's theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess because of the way, you know, how it was sort of this, this growing story, were you ever, and, and you also had the break, were you ever worried about, like, making mistakes as a character? As a making yeah, mistake, so like, like uh, maybe uh, giving like information that maybe a character shouldn't know, or them reacting in a way that you don't oh, think the sure. character should have acted. I'm, I, I'm like almost certain that that did happen, <laughs> 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 but I, I think I went in knowing that that could happen, but that it wasn't that important to me because uh like the there are certain plot threads that i was really careful about and the ones mm. that i wasn't careful about it didn't really matter if you know okay. yeah unless it did unless mm. someone really pulled on that thread and then i had to make it a part of the story uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which did also happen absolutely like there were there were absolutely things that i had not intended at all to be in the story that became major parts of the story. I it's just it is really funny because um, Echo Rose was this minor character originally. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll tell you my original like idea for Nettlebrook, which like the the little seed stage um, yeah. idea was that. I just thought it would be really funny um, if, like, someone had was filming, like, a video for school. Uh, and it was just supposed to be, like, a stupid, dumb video. Um, but they had accidentally captured a murder in the background. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, I want to kind of build a series around that. How do I do that? Um and so that's why, I mean, I'm, I, at the time I was a college student, but that's partly why, uh, all the characters are college students. Um, it's like, I, I knew I, that video was going to be involved somehow. They're like video makers and yeah. they needed to capture something in the background. That's like, that's what a lot of ARGs are about, right? Like found footage yeah. weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but the, for me, the most important thing was that I wanted it to be funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I, uh, the the series got a lot darker <laughs> than I had <laughs> yeah, planned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was supposed oh. to just be comedy. Um, but as I, like, as we were exploring these themes, I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, juicy. This is like this speaks to something that's important to me, you know, as dark as, as it is, you know, like the darkness of, of Nettlebrook, you know, there's lightness of course, but the darkness there was needed to be told. Like it, the story yeah. needed to be told. And so I, you know, I let it go into those dark places. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like the comedy aspects allow kind of allow you to explore the more dark aspects because mm -hmm. yeah. it can be a lot a bit a lot harder 
to just have a fully dark like story without like having ways to have like breathers or something. Yeah. When you have when you have like the, this comedy like pervasiveness, that's a lot easier to explore those because you're like you could always go back to the comedy for the breather, and it feels natural. Yeah. yeah. Right, and so that was also a, that was a balance too. Um, you know, figuring out the balance between the darkness and the lightness because Echo Rose offers a lot of levity um, as a character and like Julia is just naturally hilarious. So, you know, I kind of just let her do her thing and, and she absolutely brings that to the series and, you know, Karma and Zip and Zipper Films, those guys, they're all hilarious. They're all like cute and awkward and funny and so I, I, I knew that they were, I call them our ciphers. They're the ones who we experience the world through. And um, like they each have their own anxieties and their own, uh, you know, difficulties in life. But I wanted to keep them light on the lighter side mm-hmm. uh, while the rest, while they discover the darkness of Nettlebrook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll never forget the very, very good one-liner of there are no laws when you're drinking claws. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was great. That was improvised, (laughs) of course. (laughs) I need that on a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Do you think, would you have any advice for either yourself in the past, like first starting off advice for them or for people who would are starting their own story just like any advice yeah uh, I think just like I I think this is like so lame but just go for it <laughs> because I I really went in um like I was I had some knowledge and interest uh, with alternate reality games like that this was an interest for me before uh before I went into this um I mean like a huge inspiration for me was Daisy Brown you know like yeah. Julia Julia's work uh was a huge inspiration for me and she made me realize like oh I can do this. Like, that is like a thing that you can do. You can tell a story this way. And so I just branched off of that. You know, like I, I kind of let the story unfold and tell itself. Uh, so like, you know, figuring out everything that's going to happen. You don't have to do that right away. Just maybe start out with your characters. Like I said, like with your stereotypes, <laughs> Or start out with a concept and then figure out what mediums do I want to use to to translate this story to to the rest of the world. So I chose uh, YouTube. I I knew I wanted video involvement. Uh, I used Instagram because I I knew I wanted to interact with people uh, on a character level. I chose Tumblr because I knew that was a way uh, to for people to understand a character more deeply, you know, like 
the tumblers were where like the juicy secrets were. Mm-hmm. That's like where people were ranting, where the characters were ranting. Um, and then there was like a few other things that I peppered in there that, uh, uh, you know, just to help the plot along, like, you know, newspapers and, and, uh, audio clips, you know, whatever, just little breadcrumbs and clues. Uh, and so, you know, just deciding it, it, it really was organic and so you don't have to know everything right away, but just figuring out the ways you want to tell your story. Uh, yeah, just do that. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) It's like very good advice. (laughs) And also there's like all sorts of different things, different things that you could do with each one of those platforms by themselves, you know, uh, things yeah. that I didn't explore. Uh, and so that's, it's so cool. It's so cool. But the world is your oyster with this sort of storytelling. Now we're just going to ask Nettleberg questions. Okay, <laughs> just cool. Ask, ask <laughs> okay, cool. I want, yeah, I want to talk, be able to talk about specifics. It's just hard for me to um, conjure them myself. Yeah, this will be, well, it'll be, it'll be interesting now because you said at least the plan is to continue it. So I think mm-hmm. you might not want to answer some of these questions. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like everyone's most pressing question of what, what is in that trunk. <laughs> Uh, yes <laughs> the biggest cliffhanger <laughs> it was that the last cliffhanger uh, it was yeah, the last, it was, yeah it was the trunk and like and then abby the bugging the house yeah. yes okay okay that's what i thought okay cool cool <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the refresher of course Someone else, someone else talk. I talk too much. <laughs> I talk too much. I don't want it to We be can't useful. help that you were good at this. <laughs> I want to be bad at it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but can't be. Well, I would like, I, can I ask some questions? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I am like a, a scholar of, of gaming and I'm a game scholar and a, like a ARG scholar unofficially, but I like for fun, I write (laughs) scholarly articles about (laughs) this sort of thing. And so I want to know what it was like for players, you know, what it was like interacting with, with this story and how you chose to do it. Like what, how were you interacting with it? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> uh, for so for me, uh, it was mo- I mostly focused on watching the videos and just going through like the social medias. I didn't do as much of the in-person interactions because at least back then I wasn't as comfortable with that. I think uh, just because I was. I was more shy slash afraid of just messaging mm-hmm. people. I, I messaged a few times, and one of the times, like, 
because I was ex it was new for me too, like talking to characters directly. And so I was trying to figure out, uh, am I playing myself? Am I pl am I trying to play like a character? Yeah, yeah. Like, one, of, one of the, I messaged, I think I was messaging Abby and I was like, I was trying to figure out because it's like, I was thinking about, well, it's weird to, how do I like talk with someone without it just being like out of nowhere kind of yeah. thing? It's it like a weird dynamic because... Like, I do want to find out more information, but, like, also, I want her to, like, open up, but also understand. Like, it, it was just a weird thing. Yeah. So that, was the, that was the role player part of me. <laughs> I was like, how am I exactly. trying to Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I would, I'd be way more into it now, I think. But back then, it was still new to me. Uh, so I, I focused on the videos and everything, and... I was the more technical person, I would say, in like the community. So I was like looking for all the secret, like technical stuff. Like, oh, did you put like secret phrases or stuff in videos or documents and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I I still like you know I still did the thing like, did you put creepy noises in the videos? <laughs> type of thing. But now that now that all canon is valid, uh, I can <laughs> tell Soupy that uh, I'm right. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I can hear him screaming somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was that's how I interacted, and also trying to help build the, this community, the Nettlebrook community, because uh, I thought it was important to have that documentation. Because I thought I I for me this was special, and I wanted other people to be able to see how special it was. Yeah. I, I, I would, I have to say that, uh, the story wouldn't, would not have been possible without this discord that we're speaking in right now. It would not be what it was without that. Yeah. I, I think, I think a lot of people are going to be excited here. Yeah. That. It'll come back at some point. So. Mm -hmm. And like, I was definitely, I think, more like Aura, too, with the, like, I was unsure of how to interact with the characters. It's like the first ARG I ever participated in was one for the T Dexter TV show. The, like, Ooh, cool. Yeah, it, like, started at Comic-Con, so, like, it was high budget and all of that, and, like, didn't really feel personal. Mm -hmm. So when Nettlebrook came around, it was like these characters feel so much like real people that like my own social anxiety kicked in of like how suddenly I don't know how to be a person or talk to other people. <laughs> but like, I think the community that like formed around this actually helped with that. Cause like I never joined like discord voice calls before this or anything like that. So it was like I was very community based and also like if there was a tarot card, I was the resident yeah, like okay, here's yeah, what yeah. this means. <laughs> Let me pull out my books. <laughs> I yeah, so in my in my constructing of the story, I you know, I kept tabs on on the people that were theorizing. You know, I, I have like little <laughs> I have little uh notes about everyone basically uh 
you know, anyone that that was talking in the community, I, I kept track of who whose role was what. And I, you know, I would use that because in case I wanted to get a certain story beat across, I, I would know who to go to. Absolutely. That's uh, I hope that's not revealing too much, but yeah, I like I you were absolutely each and every person in the community was deeply involved whether they knew it or not <laughs> oh that's awesome uh pink what about you because you came in late what was how was it uh, i mean but like a week ago yeah <laughs> yeah i mean how was the as a newcomer what was that experience like well uh really you know going from our watch parties I have to admit that simultaneously with our watch parties, I was, you know, like scouring the wiki and, and you know, scrolling through the tumblers and <laughs> just kind of absorbing all that information. And uh, it it really, you know, feels it feels so well constructed and very, yeah, realistic, like. With the characters and everything it, it, it pulls you in and um yeah so i mean i haven't really had a chance to interact with it at all but yeah uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that <laughs> yeah no that's that's cool it's cool to hear um your your thoughts on that though because it, it is different uh you know seeing this sort of media uh not interacting with it live uh it's different it's a different experience <laughs> but i appreciate i appreciate uh what you said thank you no problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah i so there it was interesting kind of you know, I did get a lot of inspiration from from the community uh, with their theories. I mostly I, I stuck to what I, you know, my original plan, but there were absolutely things that I would sort of inject into the story. Uh, if someone had a good idea, I would st absolutely just steal it. <laughs> <laughs> As all great writers yeah. do. It's <laughs> all great creators. Oh, this looks good. It is mine now. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's cool because that's uh, you can do that with this sort of storytelling. You can't do that oh, otherwise yeah. Yeah. because this it grows. It's organic. It shifts and changes every minute, and so you get to change things uh, live. <laughs> that's like that's it's so open and fluid. That's why I really I think more people should hop on this sort of storytelling if if you want to really experiment and play yeah because i i i personally it's like a it's a growing medium a growing yeah. way of telling stories like we're seeing it a lot more now and i think in the future just gonna be the norm mm -hmm. we're, the, we're the pioneers <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like I like being interviewed. Do you have any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, let me think. Um, I guess, like, with... Did you, like, have notifications on? Like, how... How are you keeping tabs on characters? Well, I had Instagram notifications <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. I I got an Instagram <laughs> just because of Metalbrook. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then just obsessively checking like Tumblr or something for like messages if I had sent yeah. a message. I still have Tumblr notifications turned on. <laughs> That's awesome. If there's a way for any of these accounts to notify me, I have it turned on. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Yeah. I never turned it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the story just may continue. So yeah, don't, don't change a thing. I'm not going to. Don't, don't. <laughs> I'm manifesting, you know. <laughs> um, I guess I can I can talk about a little like the things, oh, like the something I wanted I really wanted to do. Um, that you know, like I still may, maybe I shouldn't. Mm. <laughs> mm, let me think. Let That's me think. <laughs> yes, t- take your time. You know what? No, I'm. I'm gonna keep. No, I'm keeping it a secret. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just know I have. I do have elaborate things in store. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's just very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you can ask me more questions. Okay. I, I, I can't think. I'll let you know if I think of another. Yeah, if any come up, yeah, well, <laughs> we will be more than happy to answer. Um, oh, yeah, you guys, you all talk. <laughs> I'm saying back for a bit. Just... Oh, actually, you know, I do have a question about um, e- experiencing characters. Um, so, like, which characters were you the most drawn to and why and did like how did that affect your view of the story as a whole that's a big question (laughs) i would say i think i liked i liked karma the most i would say uh second would be abby uh, and then third echo. Uh, that's cool. that's my order. Uh, <laughs> I for me it was I really like Echo the character. It's just hard for me personally <laughs> to be uh, like because I can't. I don't think we could be friends type of thing. <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> like we're just we're very different. But I like how caring she is and just how how fun she is. Um, Abby, because I I was definitely, I guess I'm quote unquote a darker person. I don't know how you call it, but uh, like I I could understand that Abby was a more complex character, uh, and I knew there was more to her, and that she had, and especially after the after the Tumblr, that there were reasons for why she 
was the way she was. And that made her more interesting and sort of endearing, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you could understand the pain and everything. And it's like she wants to be, she doesn't want to be like this type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, or like her. And then Karma, Karma, I was just like, yeah, I could be friends with Karma. Like, <laughs> we could play Minecraft or Fortnite and stuff. Cause like, we, I game, we game. Um, but also, it, it was also, I think, for me at least, I felt that she was a character that sort of was guarded and sort of knew more than she let on. And I, like, when I was younger and in high school and everything, that was, sub- that was like, the kind of personality, or in college, that was the type of personality that I kind of had. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just felt that sort of kinship and everything. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. I, I definitely, I mean, I had interests in common with Echo, so that was probably why, like, I identified most with her character and like why i got so interested in the arg in the first place because it was like no one's really like used tarot in args or immersive fiction even though it's such an interesting tool to use so it so is yeah yeah like there's so many like ways you can use that for storytelling or like just it was like i just seeing her struggle with moving to this small town like really hit me because like I know what it's like to like not be somewhere new and not have any friends and how much of a struggle and how just depressing that can be and how that can weigh you down Mm -hmm. so like it was a genuine joy to watch her form connections with the zipper films crew yeah see them all form connections with each other was like it felt organic in the ways that like sometimes you just meet someone and you click really well and it's like you've known them for your whole life yeah and, like, oh, i love that yeah with every other character like i've just always been really empathetic as a person like really tried to understand other people so like with karma seeing like it was so clear to see that she was struggling with things that she didn't want to talk about. Mm. So it was like, just like the urge, the mom friend urge in me to be like, no, but please talk about your problems. We can help you. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just genuinely a joy to like, see all of these characters like grow and interact with each other. And like, it was, actually like a joy to see abby change and like actually apologize to echo like i felt proud of her yeah (laughs) yeah oh yeah i think um it's it's really moving it at, at the time it was moving to see the way you and other players were interacting with characters um so thoughtfully and you know like or i was saying before you you it's it is role-playing in a way you know you have to decide like what are you in nettlebrook like who are you but 
also thinking about it like the, they're a person, you know, you're a person, they're a person. How would you want to be treated in, in this interaction? Like, you yeah. know, um, and so it was really cool to see people really immersing themselves fully. So, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate, uh, you know, the lengths that y'all went to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made it easy. <laughs> but what about you pink who did you connect with the like characters i know you didn't get a whole lot of time yeah with my baby fandom <laughs> yeah like my weak old opinions here uh, <laughs> um like um uh honestly probably the one i connected to the most was was probably Zoe. I, I don't know. I'm always drawn to like the lost girl and mm -hmm. um, just that that um, that playing with fire. That sort of getting close to some sort of destructive force and yet retaining some kind of like power and um, like. I don't know what word exactly I'm looking for here, like, but they're yeah. still a very strong character. They're, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> and let's see, another character I really liked was Warble. <laughs> oh yeah, Warble. Oh Warble. Yeah. I know, <laughs> and I think maybe that's just kind of like it. It's fun to have a character that's sort of a little gimmicky, uh, you know, mm -hmm. and it felt, feels a little strange. Again, I'm you know, like a big fan of David Lynch and, you know, yeah. how the absurd mixes in with the horrifying. So I, I enjoy both extremes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I... Um, yeah, on that note, I also enjoy um, the absurd mixing with the horrifying. Mm. Uh, absurdity is, is definitely very important to me. Mm. Um, that's an important medium for me. I think mm. that's what makes storytelling so easy uh, in terms of like, like you said, like, oh, if I make a mistake or if, you know, there's like a plot hole or something, you don't really have to worry about that with, when what you're dealing with is absurd. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, that's how I want it to be. Uh, like there are things that are material and set for sure in the story, but there's a lot that isn't. And I, I like it that way. <laughs> and it's also, it, it think the things that do become uh, more solid and, and in the story, uh, it depends on, the viewer and the and the player yeah. they are the ones that make it solid <laughs> yeah, like i it. can do i can do my part you know but i i have to be met halfway yeah yeah it's the true dungeons and dragons way where yep. you like set up something and then they're like oh but what's this rock over here <laughs> exactly like, I, don't have, I don't have a backstory for sir rockington 
Uh, yep. <laughs> but now he's the most important thing in my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was Echo Rose. Yes. <laughs> let's. I wanna. Um, let's ask some specific Nettlebird questions. Uh. So okay, here's a here's a quote unquote easy one. So for the Zipper Films vlog, mm -hmm. uh, the ghost mm -hmm. was that you in the costume? Oh, okay, yeah. So this is like this is like behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, okay, fun. Yeah, this is safe. Uh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was me in a wig. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be karma, but it, yes, it was me. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. So in, I think it's in Pumpkin Spice Disaster. That's where Echo <laughs> ends up at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. So, first off, there's a person in the background. Mm-hmm. Is that's that's a character, right? That's not like some random per oh I'm in the shot. Try to get out of the way. Right. I you know what I'm not gonna I won't answer that okay. one. Alright, fine, fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Also, actually and and to I I have an addendum to the last answer. Um okay. I think it could be very possible that Karma, when she went off to pee, yeah. that she did run and go put on a wig and pretend to be a ghost. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, this is what I said. <laughs> I said yeah, this know. Like <laughs> So, you know... Um, yeah. It could go either way. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you decide, listener. <laughs> um, you choose the scare. <laughs> Uh, in the Echo Rose vlog, where she's like first kind of walking around town in Nettlebrook, mm -hmm. uh, who threw the infamous hooker note? Did she throw it at herself? Were you off camera? <laughs> oh, um, she, Julia threw it at herself. <laughs> yeah. <My God>. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it was, it was, it was it, truly movie magic. <laughs> Big budget. You know, <laughs> um, I'll ask this question again. I'm expecting the same answer. Did you add creepy sounds <laughs> to the videos? Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about the specific one that you were arguing about earlier? <laughs> what about the wind? <laughs> The breathing, the, of the, bog. the breathing of the bog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, don't get specific. I want it to be just. Yeah. I can send us a soupy be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> just a vindication. No. Was uh, Fancy just something they had in their apartment? Was what? There's, like, in one of the oh. last videos, when it's Echo and Zip doing the care packages, oh, there is yeah. a doll in his light that he calls <laughs> Fancy. Oh, yeah. 
Is that <laughs> something they had? Yeah. Yes, it, it was. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just as perturbed. I'm just as. I'm just as baffled. The mystery of Stancy unraveled. There's still a lot of mystery. <laughs> honestly, honestly, there's, there's ways to go. Uh, oh, so Propske had a question because we did ask. I put at the very last minute. I was like, I should ask the community for questions. Uh, so Propske was wondering uh, where you procured the bones for this series. It's like Echo mm -hmm. opening up the package to find the skull. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. W Julia and I are kind of like weird little scavenger types. Um, I think I think that was hers. I think she had acquired that herself. Oh, okay. Um, nice. she's she's like a little bit into into bones. Okay. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, we can use this," and I was like, "Oh." Yeah, oh yeah okay <laughs> you got bones let's use them go for it yeah, yeah. uh okay 14th i don't know how to say it. 14th echo walk echo tour okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it normally. uh bow ties or ties oh bow ties yeah, that's that is the correct answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get the. Uh, oh, does junk actually the per? Is there actual junk SoundCloud? Oh mm, no, no, there isn't. <laughs> I had to oh, think about is. it. <laughs> 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 Maybe there is, but uh, it's on, on private. Okay. <laughs> I'm, go I'm going through my list. Oh, yeah. No I'm worries. Picking, I'm picking out this, the simpler, just the behind-the-scenes ones kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I'm open to... Dis I would really... I'd love to discuss the, like, themes and, and more process stuff, too. Um, I feel like I could, I could talk more about that. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I actually have to go. Okay. Oh. But this has been very fun. And I've yes. loved talking to you all about this. And it was so nice talking day. to you. Have fun with the rest of your conversation, though. Okay. We'll miss you. I'll miss you all, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Bye. you so much for this opportunity. Bye. 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 Okay, good. Now she's gone. Now we can ask the written now. Okay, let's let we'll we'll get so, we'll get some of the the quote unquote harder questions out of the way, and then just feel free. Like people won't even know that we asked these if you don't want it. Okay. So, um. Was there so on the zipper films? Uh, account the first two videos there's like color grading one mm -hmm. and then the killers video mm -hmm. <laughs> uh do those i don't think you're gonna answer it but do these have any, any like stronger significance that maybe we'll find out later i um, 
I I'll I'll leave that one. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have my I have my theories about the killers video. So. Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I can. This is more like a a theme question. Uh, so what did you have intended significance with hair? Yes. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to go a little bit more into that? Like, did it originate from somewhere, or do you want to kind of keep it in the? Yeah, no. I guess I'll 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 speak on it uh, just briefly. I'll briefly say something about it, but um, I think culturally, hair is important. You know, in in a lot of different cultures, it it has a lot of meaning. Um, but I guess in this story the hair and wigs uh they they're a means of cloaking and they're a means of of you know um deceiving uh so they're like a motif you know um but i think also the like physical way of hair like the way that it snakes around and is made up of several strands mm-hmm. i think that uh connects to the idea of bogs and connected systems yeah uh that's so that's so vague and so <laughs> yeah. like con- overly conceptual but <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely but, was it. Yeah, I thought about that. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, we. it wouldn't be a bad thing to pay attention. To yeah. Okay. Yep. Actually, that could lead into another question. Um, so, so why um, were you drawn to bogs as a setting? Like, mm-hmm. uh, is there any specific... Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think, um, well, I, I just don't think there's enough stories about bogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, I mean, they interest me specifically because I'm just, I, I'm into like bogs as, as an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the flora and fauna of bogs, it, that is super cool and fascinating to me. And I, I kind of took that, uh, the way that a bog works. I wanted to translate that into a way of storytelling. Hmm. Uh, because, you know, a bunch of, it's a bunch of things connected. Yeah. And, uh, it's all like I'm kind of the the linchpin for the story, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I control all these other branches of the story, uh, like a bog system. <laughs> hmm. yeah. And uh, I wanted to invite other people to to join that this ecosystem. Mm. Party in the so bog. you really yeah you literally you you have been sucked into the bog. Oh, no. If you're a part of the Nettlebrook community, you are you are the bog. 
We are the bog. We are the bog. Just chant it. We are we the bog. We are the bog. We are the bog. <laughs> I, I think that uh, th this probably sounds like so hippy dippy, but uh, collectivist aspect of of this story, the the fact that we all played a part. I played a part. You played a part. Mm -hmm. We're we're an ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. We we feed off of each other. Mm hmm. Yep. We we become uh, collectively we become greater than the sum of our parts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I really, really mean that. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, because I it, again, this is what makes it so interesting as a medium for storytelling is that with like TV shows or movies or books or whatever, it's a one way street. Like mm -hmm. they just present something. But, and even though, you know, these immersive stories might not necessarily have the same degree of, I don't know what you want to call it, like sharpness or polish, polish, whatever you want to call it. Like it's because there's that connectiveness, it just makes that connection so much stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The intimacy of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's again. That's why people need to. So I just want I personally, I just want people to check it out because I'm like, like it's. <laughs> I think we we sort of said it. It's like a. It could be dangerous, kind of, but it's like it's like a drug, kind of, because it's like it's so <laughs> like neat and cool, and you're like sometimes it's all you think about and stuff. I mean, it's it it's immersive. It it. Yeah. It really pulls you in. It, it becomes more than a story. Because you're living it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's also why I tell everyone to play Dungeons and Dragons or some other <laughs> RPG. Yes! Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's true, Aura had got me <laughs> started. <laughs> I hadn't until, what, when was that, like a month ago? <laughs> yeah. You're well, doing D&D? Yeah, well, we're doing we're doing Power Rangers. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but that's first awesome. Off, first off, you're welcome to join. We do I want to. I want to. Seriously, yeah. that sounds awesome. We do. We do need another ranger, don't we? We do. Yeah, we do. Is it the yellow one? No, we have a yellow. What do we have? We have yellow, pink, green. We're missing and... red and black. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Those are not my colors, but I I can I can role play. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got we have have so many so my significant otter, she's uh she uh dungeon masters a lot. We mm -hmm. have so many random like one shot RPGs and stuff that we just have to go through. Oh, like, that's we have, beautiful. We have like a book where you're like mall kids. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We have like a time traveler book. I, those are the ones I remember. We have so many. Oh my through. god, we need to. Okay, you need. We got to talk about this. So you yeah. you know all about this sort oh, of yeah. 
storytelling because that's what it is. I was just a, a DM of, of like an MMO. <laughs> Are you a witch? Are you into bogs? Are you just a bit of a weirdo? Have you ever had a family member disappear with no clear reason as to why? Do most people just not get you? Are you looking to investigate a small town conspiracy and uncover the truth in the town's bog of lies? If you answered yes to any of these questions, why not join us here in Nettlebrook? We have white claws, pickles, wigs, crystals, and of course, a bog. Check this episode's description for a link to learn more. Become a part of the root system today. And remember, there are no laws when you're drinking claws. I'll ask some of the, uh, the, the, the community questions. Sure. This one, uh, please. So this is Tardy Renegade. Said, please tell us about the tarot cards we got in the packages. Please, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, of course they are significant. Um, Meaning-wise. Like, each tarot card, you know, they have, obviously, there's, like, room for interpretation. That's the whole point. But they have specific sets of meaning that you can easily, you know, look up. Um, I think I, I would have to ask, what what else about them? Yeah, <laughs> what else what about I'm like, them? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> they just said... <laughs> Tell about the I'm like I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, so. I I think there was um, I I think I did hide a oh what did I do? There may have been a puzzle. Yeah, I th I think that's what they're referencing. I I okay. didn't check, but yeah, I think it's something with the puzzle. Okay, well, yeah, that's up to them. <laughs> <laughs> do you think uh well this so do you think if we if we figure out the missing package would you be able to like recreate something so we could finish because i think there is like a cipher or something yeah yep but i think we can't complete it i think that if you reconnect about the packages um, you may not need the other package. I, I think based I, on my memory, there someone did just miss something in one of their packages. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to do that. So if you reconvene and 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 try and really dig, yeah. I think you'll be able to find some stuff. Just just more reason to dig. It's perfect. <laughs> Um, but you know, if if you don't find it, that's okay too because uh, I, you know, uh, there's other ways. Yeah. <laughs> we'll it. If there's anything we've learned today, is that there's ways around everything. Yep. Nothing said it's <laughs> Um. Oh, uh, PC. I think we've already answered some of these, but just in case. Uh, so the scope of Nettlebrook is huge, with many personalities, backstories, and plot developments. What made you start this project, and what was the first task you undertook? Ooh, that's such a good question. Yeah. Um. Well, I I started it because I 
I basically did just want to host a role-playing game with all my friends. And I thought it would be cool to involve, you know, other people, like um, people on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wanted it to be kind of bigger scale. Um, and the first thing I did, I think, was I started with Zoe. Okay. That's who I spent the most time on um, before it really, uh, before it blew up. Um, I constructed Zoe and her backstory and all of her, uh, her accounts. And, and then from there, I, I did everything else, but Zoe was the, the starting point for sure. I got, uh, so, uh, okay. After, after Echo Rose Nettlebrook's done, do you think you're going to try to tackle another story? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have um, more ideas uh, for this sort of, in this sort of vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, they, it could happen alongside it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I absolutely have, I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> Heck yeah. And I, and I have... Um, I have ideas for Nettlebrook as well. I think um, I think it's going to behave differently and it's going to look kind of different. And some things about the the story are going to have to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I definitely invite people to to come back onto the journey. Don't, I'll, I'll be advertising for you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trombone wants to know uh, when you'll accept their friend requests on Instagram because they joined way late. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, so that is like a whole other thing is I, um, I kept pretty good track of all of my accounts, but not all of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah that'll be interesting so uh i i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm able to, to accept that but you know i'll try <laughs> uh, i'll try and hack into the mainframe oh <laughs> uh, you know uh speaking of like instagram uh can we talk about the fallen angels like stuff that was going on because that was wild yeah first happening what was that like on the other side oh it was so cool oh my (laughs) gosh it was really cool because that yeah that was like um the the beginning uh was people stumbling on this on this first account discovering who zoe and alexa are um and then you know, finding all the other girls, the bullies. Yeah. Uh, I think that was, it was really exciting, obviously, uh, seeing how that people were enthusiastic about, about the story. And, um, 
I mean, it was people's enthusiasm that grew the characters and mm. and made them deeper. Because uh, people actually did were interested in the bullies. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there, I remember the, there was the wasn't there like a community bully account bullying the bullies? I think it was or something. Yeah. That wasn't the name of it, but yeah, like <laughs> yeah, everyone was into it. Or no, they were. Oh god, they were making. They're poking was... fun at like Hollow and other people, right? Yeah, it's like they know nothing about. They've never met these characters, but they're like, yeah, yeah let's, let's just bash. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. I think I, all the other questions I have, I don't. I don't think we should ask because there's more to this. This isn't an ended, an ended thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Still growing. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the roots are still growing through, through this community, this bog. It's this bog. It's continuing <laughs> to grow. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, there are some, like, some things I guess I can say about, uh, like, the, the, the story was interesting because I, I know there isn't really an end necessarily but i know what is going to happen okay yeah and uh so i know like what i i where i want to go but mm-hmm. i always Not- keep in mind that you know someone else could have a better idea <laughs> oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and i i want to be i want to be open to that and um and that's that's my favorite part and i i feel uh so indebted to everyone in the community that that was theorizing and and interpreting the story and interacting with the characters because you were doing my job and making my job easier so yeah yeah, it was it was truly a cooperative effort yeah yeah Maybe maybe it's better instead of just immersive, we just call it collaborative storytelling. Just like D and D and all that, it's all collaborative storytelling. Yeah. You're you're a you're our dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> bog <gonna>, master. <laughs> the bog master. Yes. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna we're gonna roll a d twenty and we'll get a one and then. Just hair <laughs> monsters will attack us. <sighs> um, is there anything else you wanna ask, Pink? Um, gee, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm just very excited. Just happy to be, you know. To be joining the root system as this journey continues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I'm excited for the continuation, but also just more people to like get to experience it. I'm I'm glad that it's uh, it has been archived. I really am glad that you are able to experience it still, uh, despite it not happening live. Um, because that that had nothing to do with me, I think. Um, 
the community did a really good job of archiving the story. Um, obviously, there are things like uh, the accounts that I made that are still up, but um, I, a great deal uh, was you guys organizing the information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think we we real we realized the potential. Uh, I don't know how do you say it. Like it, especially with like social media and like sending each other messages and stuff. Yeah. A lot of that could just like go away through the sands of time type of yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's like, I think the people who are nice enough to share the conversations and everything, like that's, that's all here on the server and people could go through and see what people were talking to with the characters and all that. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we didn't we didn't go that through that with you, Pink, because they're trying to not eat up a week of your time. But <laughs> it's there I, to like look at Yes. I've I've definitely started parsing it and yeah. I will continue to parse it because it really those 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 interactions really enrich the story, I think. Yeah, cause I I think cause you I think you made it I don't know if this was probably intended, but you made it possible that yes, people could just watch the videos and kind of get everything, but it's it's not whole without like all the utter digging and talking with characters and looking at yeah. the utter pictures and blogs and everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Like there's a lot of different entry points. Um but and you could stick to one to one medium if you wanted to and get a, a significant portion of the story. But uh, yeah, I, I wanted it to be a whole a whole mess of stuff yeah. <laughs> for people to dig through and, and get stuck in. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever you do bring it back, I, I offer up our idea for the Blair Witch. <laughs> you know, I um I'll think about that. I'm 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 gonna think about that. <laughs> I was I was really proud of that when I <laughs> You know what? The Blair Witch was actually that was a big um that was one of the inspirations for sure. Oh, okay. For yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that, like and that's that, just formative. Uh, Mm -hmm. formative a, to the genre yeah oh yeah definitely and that even that uh started the whole arg immersive storytelling yes stuff. yes exactly it's all connected it's all it's, it's all <gasps> <laughs> yes <laughs> okay well thank you for joining us, for talking with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to, to revisit this. Yeah. Um, until, oh, we gotta have, I'll, I'll bug Lark to record this later. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, thanks for talking. Uh, yeah, I, I really am, I'm so stoked to know that uh, people are still, you know, they still think about Nettlebrook because, you know, it was it, the project was 
huge to me. I mean, I devoted my life to, to it. <laughs> it was a, a, a labor of love and life. Um, and so it, it means a lot that people connected, connected with it and continue to connect with it. So thank you. Thank you everyone that interacted. And, uh, I hope, I hope that you'll continue to enjoy this sort of, this sort of storytelling. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Aura. Are you? I, I hope so. <laughs> I thought that I thought that we were the bog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we will just go. We are the bog. We are the bog. We are the bog. We are the bog. <laughs>
Rough. <laughs>